0: Praise the Lord. Welcome to the Lively Stone Temple Experience where we want you to experience the power of the true and living God. Welcome to the Lively Stone Temple Experience. We are one church in four locations. You can visit LivelyStoneTemple.org for additional information. This message has been recorded on September the 12th, 2021, and the Word of God is being brought forth by Elder Seth Capers. I want to share a secret with you guys, but it's not really a secret. If you want the Holy Spirit to give you some fresh ideas, take an interest in others too. Being involved in healthy relationships will help you to achieve godly success. I want to read Philippians chapter 2 verses 3 through 4 of the New Living Translation and it reads, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interest, but take an interest in others too. Amen. We
1: want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your time.
0: We love you and God bless you. Thank you.
1: Don't have that testimony. So many because of We know COVID-19 is big, and we know that there are so many other diseases and so many other illnesses that they don't have that testimony. But the Lord has blessed us to meet again, and we know that that's a blessing from the Lord. We thank the Lord for giving us just one more day. How many are grateful for just one more day? Hallelujah. You want to just clap your hands and give God some praise for just one more day. Hallelujah. Just one more day to give the Lord the glory, to give the Lord the honor, and to give the Lord all the praise. One more day. Hallelujah. We're going to... Go before the Lord in prayer in the name of Jesus. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, we thank you, almighty God, for your mercy. God, we thank you for your grace, dear Lord. We thank you, oh Lord, for your power. Thank you, Lord, for your strength. Thank you for your might, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity, oh God, to come into your presence one more time. Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus that you'd use us for your glory in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, you know what it is that we have need of, oh God. You know what your people need. Lord, we don't know how to preach unless you give it to us, O oh Lord. We don't know what to say unless you speak through us, Lord Jesus. Father, have your way and bless everyone that's here and everyone that's viewing and listening, O oh God, by way of, O oh God, Facebook Live and even the podcast, O oh God. We pray that you bless those, Lord, They may be home for whatever reason, O oh God. Touch and give them strength. Heal their bodies. Deliver. Save such as should be saved. Restore and renew, O oh God, for you are the Lord our God. We ask, oh God, that you'd bless, oh God, even in this sanctuary, Lord. Bless, oh God, even in this church, oh God. Bless, oh God, this, these premises in the name of Jesus. Cover with your blood, Lord. Let your blood prevail in the name of Jesus. Every deacon, every minister, every elder, Lord God, every leader, Lord, our pastor, our bishop, Lord God, everyone, Lord God, that's standing, oh God, for the truth of the word of God. Have your way, and we give you honor and praise in the name of Jesus. Let's clap our hands and give God some glory. Hallelujah. God is good. He's a good God. Thank you, Jesus. And we thank the Lord for another day. We thank God for being so good to us. We know that there's no God like our God, and there's no God beside our God. He's God all by himself. Hallelujah. We thank God. We give God all praise. We give honor to everyone that's here. Thank the Lord for you, you, and especially you in the name of Jesus. We know that God is a good God. He's mighty. He's worthy. He's worthy of all glory and praise in the name of Jesus. And we're going to read the Word of God from 1 John Chapter 4 and verse 9. First John chapter 4 and verse 9. And we'll stand and we'll read it together. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 9. When you have it? Please say amen. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 9. Thank you, Jesus. I'll give you a few seconds to get it. Amen. First John 4 and 9 declares, In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. And I'll read it again. In this was manifested the love of God toward us. Because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Hallelujah. And we're speaking today from the subject or from the topic that we might live through him. Hallelujah. That we might live through him. We know that we can live Through the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to just put your hand on yourself and say that I I might live live through him. him. Hallelujah. We're living through the Lord Jesus Christ. If you thank God for life in Christ, give God the praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, that we might live through him. You may be seated in Jesus' name. Thank God for his word. We thank God to know that God has afforded us the opportunity to live. Amen. We know that it's the adversary, the devil, our enemy. We know that it's his desire for us to die. We understand that he introduced to us the reason that he came. We know that the devil came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's the reason he came. He came to bring forth death. And we know that because of sin, because of what happened back in the Garden of Eden, we know that death passed over all men. We know that death passed over all the world because of that, because of what took place in the Garden of Eden. But God has given us the ability now to live Through him we're grateful and if you're grateful that you have life today and life more abundantly I want you to give God some praise just one more time Hallelujah that we might live through him We thank the Lord in the name of Jesus for that spiritual life because of what the Lord has done for us And we understand that this message today that we might live through him That latter clause of verse uh, number 9 of 1 John 4 is given to us to let us know that we have the right now to live where at one point in time we had the right to die because of what was done, but now we are afforded with the opportunity to live through the Lord Jesus Christ. And we know that this message is taken from 1 John. And we understand the writer of this book to be John the Beloved, also known as John the Revelator. He wrote St. John, he wrote 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, and he also wrote the book of Revelation. He was the disciple whom Jesus loved. He laid his head on Jesus' breast. And we also understand. And I believe because of the closeness that John had with the Lord Jesus Christ, he was able to give some insight into who Jesus is. And we also understand because of that, he's able to talk about the love of God in this scripture. And that's befitting because of his relationship that he had with the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's also, because of his experience with God manifested in the flesh, he had a revelation and an encounter with the Lord, even on the Isle of Patmos, and was able to write the book of Revelation because of who He knew, and he knew to be true, and that was the Lord Jesus Christ. And he understood that even in the midst of all of what was taking place in the world around him, and we know that I believe he was uh, one of the last apostles at that time and at that point to die because he had to live on through you know to write revelation and to do all of that but he was able because of his relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ he was able to give us understanding of what was going to happen during the end times and what was going to happen you know when it comes to the rapture and what was going to happen after the rapture and all of the judgment that was going to take place and all of the things that were going to happen hallelujah in the Times of the end, and in the days of Jacob's trouble, as talked about in Matthew, and all of those other things. And so we know that God used John the beloved, John the revelator, to give an understanding of who he is and who he was in the name of Jesus Christ. And in looking at this scripture, 1 John 4 and 9, as I said, our topic is that we might live through him. We understand that that word live is important. That word live is something that needs to be brought out because a lot of times in our lives we're dealing with, as I said, you know, death, and we're dealing with, you know, whether it be physical death or we deal with spiritual death. We deal with people backsliding. We deal with the hallelujah, opportunity to go out and do our thing, but then God has afforded us life to come back to His presence and we thank God for that. We examined in Sunday school how Adam and Eve, you know, they were put out of the garden. They never had the opportunity to go back to the garden because of that sin, but we thank God that God has given us the opportunity to come back to Him if we do sin. The Bible says that we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and we know that we are to confess our sins and that God will cleanse us from all sin, so we thank God that we have the right to life. We have the right to live. So I believe, according to uh, this message that life or living in this context let us know that it goes beyond our current life. It goes beyond our physical life. It goes beyond what we know as life, whether it's 80 years, 90 years, 100 years. It goes beyond that. It goes into an eternal life, an everlasting life. And we know that John chapter 3 and verse 16 lets us know that that's the reason the Lord Jesus Christ came. He gave his Son, hallelujah, that we might live, that we might have that everlasting life. And so we thank God to know that this life that God has afforded us, that he's given to us, is not just any type of life, but it's everlasting life. It's not a life of sadness, a life full of hallelujah, being beat down and depressed all the time. You're going to go through, most definitely you're going to go through, but you have everlasting life. Even beyond this life, we have hope beyond this life to know that there is everlasting life in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you are expecting God one day to take you into his presence, I just want you to give God a praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We have the Hallelujah, excitement and the expectation of everlasting life So we know that we can live through him Thank you, Jesus We've been given the opportunity to experience life From conception to birth And now we are adults We're breathing and walking and talking and connecting And enjoying this existence in the earth which we call life However, this scripture, this text that we have taken time to study today It lets us know that there is something deeper This text reveals the love of God We understand the love of God to be God's character God's nature his nature is love love is who he is Love is what he exhibits and what he provides to us, his people, hallelujah. As I mentioned a little earlier about Adam and Eve, we understand that Adam and Eve would agree that God's love kept them in the Garden of Eden, however, his love also put them out because his love didn't allow them to eat off of the tree of life and live eternally in disobedience and live eternally in sin. If it wasn't for the love of God, they would have lived in that fallen state forever. I believe that that's what would have happened. But God delivered them and God took them out of that situation and we know the of the Lord Jesus Christ our God He is God Almighty But that was the redemptive plan Of the Lord Jesus Christ As talked about in the lesson on this morning We know that God's love was also manifested when Noah began preparing the ark and we know about Noah, we know about the ark we know about how he preached and we know about how he was, hallelujah, letting people know thank you Jesus that there was going to be rain hallelujah, and they had never seen rain, there was only a mist, only a dew that came from the earth and watered the ground at that time, they had never seen rain so we of course understand that many of them hallelujah, mocked them to scorn I'm sure they laughed and they thought that this guy is crazy, just like they look at us and think that we're crazy because we're standing, hallelujah, in the midst of a pandemic still coming to church, standing hallelujah in the midst of what's going on around us and we're still giving God the glory we're standing in the midst of everything that's happening and we're yet praising and worshipping the name of Jesus I'm sure they're looking at us crazy just like they looked at Noah he preached and he taught hallelujah that there was going to be rain coming hallelujah that there was going to be a flood that was going to take place and he said it only because God said it he didn't go out saying it because he thought up something or thought up a scheme but he said it only because God said it thank you Jesus and because God said it he said that and that settled it thank you Lord and so as I said many are looking at us and thinking that we're crazy because we're saying that hey get yourself together because Jesus is coming again hallelujah we're telling them we're witnessing we're praying and preaching and teaching and they're not believing and they're thinking that we're crazy but this is what Noah dealt with during his days and so he was hallelujah preparing them for the coming judgment just like we're doing he was preparing them to let them know that Jesus hallelujah that there's going to be a flood that there's going to be something happen something catastrophic that's going to hallelujah happen in this world and And if you're not ready, you're going to be messed up. You're going to be left behind. You're going to be washed away, so to speak. And so now we understand that the souls were warned of the coming judgment of God in the form of a flood, but because of unbelief, only eight souls and we know that to be a remnant was saved only eight souls were saved and so we understand that even now when the Lord Jesus Christ comes there's gonna be a remnant it's gonna be more than eight souls the Bible says even when it gets down as you go through hallelujah the times of hallelujah how the Lord is gonna hallelujah bless and he's gonna rapture us out and then after the rapture we know that others are gonna come up and this one's gonna come up and that one's gonna come up we understand all of that but we understand that there's gonna be a number that no man can number so we know that it's still and yet gonna be a remnant of those that are saved Hallelujah! And this is what God is letting us know today, that we have to understand that God has given us the ability to live through him. We can be a part of that remnant. How many are glad to be a part of that remnant? How many are glad to be a part of those that are going to be saved? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm reminded of that old song that asks the question. Are you in the church triumphant? Are you in the Savior's bride? Hallelujah. It says, Come and be baptized into the body and forevermore abide. We are now a part of the church triumphant because we are part of that remnant. We have the ability to live. Thank you, Jesus. God has given us that right to live through Him because now He's called us unto Himself. He's called us into the church triumphant. Thank you, Jesus. And so, as I talked about Noah, we also realize 1 Peter 3 and 20 declares, Which sometime were disobedient when once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah while the ark was a preparing wherein few that is eight souls were saved by water we understand that unbelief and disobedience are hindrances to the love of God no matter the passages of scripture we examine we notice that unbelief coupled with disobedience is detrimental to a believer so in the days of Noah there was unbelief there was disobedience it was rampant everywhere hallelujah and then the Bible talks about how their thoughts were only evil continually they woke up in the morning with evil thoughts they went to bed at night with evil thoughts they went about their day with evil thoughts. Their thoughts were only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had created man upon the earth. So he had to annihilate and get rid of that hallelujah set of people. And he had to start all over again. So we thank God for that. We thank God to know that God can renew and refresh and restore and deliver. And we thank God that even in the midst of our doing what we do sometimes, that's not like God. He can make us all over again. How many know that God can make you all over again? He can renew you and refresh you. The Bible says in Acts chapter 3 and verse 19, that we are to repent ye therefore and be converted, that our sins may be blotted out. For when times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord, the Lord can refresh us because he wants us to live. He doesn't want us to give up and die. Why die when you can live in him? That we might live through him. Why die when I can have life and life eternal? I can have life everlasting through the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, clap your hands for that everlasting life. (laughs) Hallelujah. So we understand, according to God's holy word, that Unbelief and disobedience working together will cause a believer to miss out will cause a believer to not be able to make it in the end will cause a believer to not be able to stand in the evil day but the Bible lets us know that we're to stand having done all to stand we're to stand therefore having our loins girded about with truth having on the breastplate of righteousness having on the shield of faith hallelujah having hallelujah our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace having on that belt of truth hallelujah taking unto ourselves the sword of the spirit which is the word of God we're to have on the whole arm of God and to stand and this is what's going to cause us to live as saints God in our spiritual walk, in our spiritual life with the Lord Jesus Christ. God has given us these tools. Hallelujah. He's given us these weapons of our warfare, and they're not carnal, but they're mighty through God to so the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. God has given us the ability through the Holy Ghost now to live and to live more more abundantly to live and to live in authority, to live in victory, to live in holiness, to live in righteousness. How many are grateful to be alive in the holiness of God? Hallelujah. The Lord has awakened our eyes. He's awakened our senses and He's given us the right now to have our senses exercised through the power and the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's brought us to a new place in Him. He's brought us to a place where we are alive now. As we understood Hallelujah! what we talked about in Sunday school with Adam and Eve, we saw that they were innocent, living in the dispensation of innocence and their eyes were not open until they became open. Well now God has allowed us to have our eyes open to see what's going on to understand that we can live. As I said earlier, why die when you can live. God has given and afforded us life. He's given us the opportunity to live. I want you to tell your neighbor across the room, live. Hallelujah. Live. Hallelujah. And we are going to live through him. Thank you, Jesus. So we're not going to walk in unbelief and disobedience because that is what's going to be detrimental to us as the saints of God. That's going to cause us to stumble and fall. That's going to cause us to give up on the Lord Jesus Christ. If I give place to just a little bit of unbelief, as I said earlier, it's the small foxes that spoil the vines. It's a little leaven that leaveneth the whole lump. It's Just those small things, hallelujah, that will cause you to get further and further away from the Lord Jesus Christ. So let's find ourselves living in him, believing in him, and trusting in him, knowing that I'm not going to walk in doubt. I'm not walking in fear. I'm not walking in unbelief. Because God did not give me the spirit of fear, but he's given me power, love, and he's given me a sound mind. We understand, hallelujah, that those that walk in unbelief, thank you Jesus, they don't have what it is that they need in order to make it with the Lord Jesus Christ. Because God has given us the opportunity and given us the command to, To walk by faith and not by sight. If I'm walking, hallelujah, in a place of unbelief, then now I'm not going to give place to God. I'm giving place to the devil. The word of God declares, and neither give place to the devil. I am not to give the devil any place. I'm to give God all place. Every part of me needs to be filled with God. And that takes, hallelujah, me getting into his presence. That takes me waking up early. That takes me fasting and seeking the more of him. That takes me getting into his word. Hallelujah, even more than I'm getting into entertainment, into TV, into other things. Into leisure and relaxation that causes me now and calls me now to a place of being committed to the cause of Christ. Hallelujah. That's what it takes in order for me to, hallelujah, dispel unbelief. That's what it takes in order for me to get rid of that fear and get rid of that doubt and that worry and that stress and those things that have come to take me out of here. That's what it entails and what it takes for me to, hallelujah, give place to the faith that God has given me. Hallelujah. We've got to contend for the faith that was once delivered to the saints. Hallelujah. We are to stand fast in that liberty wherein Christ has made us free. We're not to be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. We have to understand that unbelief will cause us to be entangled with the yoke of bondage. Unbelief will cause us to be in an entanglement. Hallelujah. I've heard that word thrown around here lately and talking about what happened with, I think, Will Smith and his wife and so on and so forth and entanglement. But God don't want you to be entangled. Hallelujah. He wants you to be free in Him. If you know that God wants you to be free, clap your hands and give God some praise. Hallelujah. God is calling for us to be free in Him. He's calling for us to be, hallelujah, Believers of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I'm not just a believer, I'm an active believer. We understand that we've got to operate our faith, that we've got to work our faith, that faith without works is dead. Hallelujah! And that if I'm just saying I have faith and I'm not doing anything about it, my faith is dead. I can talk it all day long, but I've got to walk it. Hallelujah! And so, if I'm not walking in unbelief, now I'm walking in the Spirit because I'm walking by faith and not by sight. This takes me to the Hallelujah story or to the account where there was a man in the Bible who had a son who was possessed, and this possession of this son was so strong that he would often throw himself into the waters and often throw himself into the fires and he would foam at the mouth and do all of these things and gnash with his teeth. He would do all types of things because he was possessed. But this father of this son was so serious about his son being delivered that he cried out to God after he had went to the disciples and they couldn't help. He cried out to the Lord Jesus Christ and said, Lord, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. Hallelujah. Lord, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. Hallelujah. That's where we've got to find ourselves as people of God. If we want to live through the Lord Jesus Christ we've got to be real with him Lord I believe but help thou my unbelief I have some unbelief here I have some issues here I don't see it God but Lord God you told me Lord Jesus Christ to believe you oh God to trust you to believe that you'll do it oh God hallelujah the word of God says faithful is he that will do it so we know that I can have faith in God I can trust in him I can have confidence in him I know that he will never leave me nor forsake me he's never left me alone before and he won't start now how many are grateful that God will never leave you Neither will he forsake you. He's with you, my God, in every trouble and every trial, he's there. And we thank God to know that this is what the Lord did for that man, that father. He helped his unbelief. He healed, hallelujah, his son, his son who was a lunatic, his son who was already overtaken by a demonic force. He healed his son and brought him to a place of peace. If you know that God can do that, tell the Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. He understood that Jesus was his only help. He wanted life for his child. He wanted it so badly that he brought his, hallelujah, child directly to Jesus. After he had time with the disciples and they couldn't do it, he brought the child directly to Jesus. He didn't go to anybody else. I want you to tell somebody, go straight to Jesus. Go straight to Jesus. He brought his child straight to Jesus because he knew that the Lord Jesus Christ would help him. Hallelujah. I look at the woman with the issue of blood. Thank you, Jesus. She suffered for years and years and years, 12 years. We say 12 long years. Hallelujah. She suffered and spent all her money and went to this doctor and went to that doctor and nobody could help her. She was losing her life. Hallelujah. She was in a place of Dying, Hallelujah. But then the Lord Jesus Christ, my God, my Savior, she went to him. Hallelujah. She crawled and pressed away. Hallelujah. Through the crowd, through that crowd that was thronging Jesus, she pressed away to him. And she said, if I could just but touch the hem of his garment, hallelujah. If I could just touch the hem of his garment, my God, where those prayers are. My God, where that hallelujah anointing is. If I could just but touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. And that faith is what made her whole. Hallelujah. So we've got to know that faith is important to the Lord. Faith is what gets God's attention. Thank you, Jesus. That even in the midst of our trials and tribulations, if you could just have faith, hallelujah, just a little bit of faith, that'll get God's attention. Yes, faith grows, but just a little bit will get his attention. So you got to have faith in God. Be like, hallelujah, those friends of that man who was, hallelujah, sick and couldn't walk and couldn't get around. Be like them and, hallelujah, take the roof off and lower him. Lower your friends. Lower your, hallelujah, things before the Lord. Whatever it is that you have, lower it through the roof. If you got to pull the roof off, pull the roof off. But you want to live through the Lord Jesus Christ. So it takes the faith of God in order to live through the Lord Jesus Christ. If you got some faith today, shout hallelujah! hallelujah. Ha! Shout hallelujah! thank you Jesus it takes faith in order to live in order to be who it is that God has called us to be thank you Jesus so faith is in order when it comes to working and walking in the ways of God we've got to have faith we've got to have faith tell somebody you've got to have faith we've got to have faith hallelujah faith as I said without works is dead so we cannot walk walk around saying that I've got faith I've got faith and I'm not working this faith I've got to actively work this faith I've got to not walk in unbelief I've got to not walk in fear I've got to walk in faith walk hallelujah in the power And in the glory of God and understand that God has things in store for me if I walk in faith and walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We've got to also understand according to the word of God that the Lord Jesus Christ is our God. He's our Savior. He's our strength. He's our hope. He's our power. He's the one that has given us all that we need. Hallelujah. He's the one that blesses us, my God, with all spiritual blessings. He is the one that this text is talking about. He's the one that this scripture is talking about. This scripture lets us know, hallelujah, that we can live through him. You might ask the question, well, who is this him? I've told you about him already. He's the Lord Jesus Christ, but let me tell you a little bit more. The Lord Jesus Christ is the bishop of our souls. He's our shepherd. He's our good shepherd that gave his life for the sheep. He's our fountain of life. He's the wells of salvation. He's the river of living water. He's the day star. He's the bright and morning star. He's the one that causes us to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I said, he's the one that causes us. Hallelujah. That to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Hallelujah. He's the one that causes us to fear no evil. Thank you, Lord. He's the one that comforts us. Hallelujah. With his rod and his staff. He's the one who prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies. He's the one who, hallelujah, allows his goodness and his mercy to follow us all the days of our life. He's the one who causes our cup to run over. He's the high and lofty one. He's the stone that the builders rejected. He's the chief cornerstone. He's our sanctifier. He's our sanctuary. He's our refuge. He's the ancient of days. He's the amen. He's the one that gives life and life everlasting. So when we're talking about this type of life, this life everlasting, being able to live through him, we're talking about Jesus Christ, our savior, our great God that has done all these things. The Bible says he's the one that sits on the circle of the earth. You ought to take a few seconds and imagine Hallelujah, the Lord Jesus Christ just sitting on the circle of the earth. We see a globe, hallelujah, in our physical, hallelujah, atmosphere. We see globes in classrooms, and some have globes in their homes. And we see the circular, hallelujah, atmospheric or the circular sphere of the earth. And we have to imagine the Lord Jesus Christ just sitting on that circular, hallelujah, sphere of the earth. Think about Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ just sitting there, my God, and keeping the earth in motion at the same time. Because he's so awesome. He's great. He's God. He's mighty. Mighty are the works of his hands. I'll say it again, mighty. the works of his hands. If you know that he's mighty, tell the Lord, thank you. you. Hallelujah. Mighty are the works of his hands. He is the one that will cause us to live. Hallelujah. There's a scripture, I believe it's in Zephaniah, where, hallelujah, there was someone, hallelujah, on the side of the road. And they were drowning their own blood. And the Lord said, live, hallelujah. So he's the one that causes us to live through him. We are living through the Lord Jesus Christ. We were at one point in time dying. At one point in time we were dying and we were drowning in our own blood. But the Lord told us to live. So if God says live, that means we're going to do what? We're going to live in him. Hallelujah. We're going to live because the word of God also declares in the book of Acts in him we live, in him we move in him we have our being, our existence, our identity is in the Lord Jesus Christ that we may live through him, hallelujah we're not living through anything else we're living in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ Hallelujah. So God, the Lord Jesus Christ is the one who gives us that everlasting life. He's the one that gives us the right to everlasting life. John 3 and 16 declares, for God so loved the world that he gave, he gave, he gave, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. There's an everlasting life attached to those that believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. There's everlasting life attached to those that walk in that place of living before him and breathing in him and Hallelujah, having your being in him. When you give your whole existence, your whole identity over to him, you have everlasting life. No matter what the devil comes to you with, you have everlasting life because you're living through him. Even if you pass away physically, even if you die physically, spiritually, you're going to live forever in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. We've got to understand, thank you, Lord, that when you leave here, that you're not just gone, that that's not it. To be dead is not to be done, like they say. But we have to understand that there's life after this. There's life in the presence of the Lord or either there's life away from God. Presence And I don't want to be one that's, hallelujah, away from God's presence forever. I want to be in God's presence forever and ever. Forever I want to be with the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to be in that paradise with the Lord. And when he says, come my people, hallelujah, I want the Lord to rapture me. Because we know that the dead in Christ are going to rise first. And we understand that those that are alive and remain, they're going to be caught up, hallelujah, to meet the Lord in the air. And forever we'll be with the Lord. That I might live through him. That I might live through him. That I might live through him. Hallelujah. This is what the Lord has offered us and afforded us. He's given us this everlasting life. Hallelujah. And we thank God for it. Thank you, Jesus. 1 John chapter 4. It entails the facts that as, son of, as sons of God, we cannot believe every spirit. But we've got to try them. As you read 1 John chapter 4, you'll see that where it talks about how we cannot believe every spirit, but we've got to try the spirits. And we don't try them by the spirits, but we try them by the word of God, by being in relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And understanding that this spirit is not of God, that spirit is not of God, or this is of God, and that is of God, or this is a human spirit at work. We try it through the word of God. If it's not lining up with God's word, then we say, oh, no, that's not of God. Hallelujah. It's got to line up with the word of God. So as sons of God, we have that ability and authority as 1 John 10. hallelujah, to try those spirits by the word of God. 1 John 4 and 1 declares, beloved, this is talking to us, the saints of God, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are going out into the world. And we are seeing that in the days in which we live. False prophets are going out into the world, and they are multiplying seemingly. They're doing their own thing. My God, it puts me in the mind, hallelujah, of Elijah, how he said that there was, hallelujah, he was the only one who hadn't bowed, hallelujah. And we have to understand that you are not the only one that haven't bowed, hallelujah. You're not the only prophet of God that's standing. That there are others that haven't bowed. Hallelujah. We have sin and evil and we have false prophecies and false prophets my God and we have all kind of perversion it's just multiplying but then we have those of God those who are living and standing in the word of God that have not bowed hallelujah and they're standing on God's word and God's going to keep and use them my God to continue to my God allow the gospel to flow throughout the whole wide world in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ so we're not to believe these spirits of the adversary but we're to try them and see if they're of God and understand that there are many false prophets going out into the world so we've got to understand also that we belong to the Lord Jesus Christ. First John 4 and 4 declares, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. We're talking about living through the Lord Jesus Christ today. So if we're going to live through him, we've got to understand that we have the greater one on the inside. We have the gift of the Holy Ghost on the inside of us. God Almighty, the one who came down through forty-two generations, he is living in us. Hallelujah. He said he was going to send the Comforter in his name, the Holy Ghost. The Comforter is in us. Hallelujah. The power of God is in us. How many are grateful for the power of God? If you're grateful for God's power say yes hallelujah we have God's power on the inside of us living and moving and breathing and then the Bible says make it intercession for us according to the will of God there are times when we pray and we don't know what to pray for as we ought but then those tongues begin to come out of your spirit because that's the Holy Ghost make it intercession for you according to the will of God greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world yes I'm going through trials yes I'm facing tribulations yes persecution is coming my God depression comes to take you out stress comes to stress you but I have the Holy Ghost on the inside of me making intercession for me my God making a way out of no way bringing me out of those trials and tribulations showing me hallelujah that I can live through him letting me know that the victory is in the name of the Lord that if I would just call on Jesus hallelujah he'll answer prayer that if I just call on Jesus he'll make a way out of no way that if I just call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ he'd bring me out of those trials and tribulations that I don't have to worry my God I don't have to fret that God is with me at all times he'll never leave me neither will he forsake me. Come on and tell the Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. And the word of God declares, 1 John 4 and 6, we are of God, he knoweth God, he that knoweth He that knoweth God heareth us, he that is not of God heareth not us, hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. We understand as I said that there's a spirit of truth, there's a spirit of error. We know that we are operating in the spirit of truth as we are walking in the Holy Ghost and giving place to that true doctrine, that good gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. What First Corinthians 15 talks about, the gospel talking about how Jesus died according to the scriptures, he was buried according to the scriptures and he rose again according to the the scriptures that's the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ that's what we take hold to as the spirit of truth and what's given by the spirit of truth but we know that the spirit of error teaches that there are more than one God we know that the spirit of error teaches us that hallelujah you can do your thing and live your way hallelujah and you can make it to heaven anyway we have to understand that the spirit of error is what the enemy the devil the adversary has put out into the world the God of this world has blinded the eyes and the minds of so many souls but I'm glad that I can see hallelujah in the midst of a blind world I'm glad that I can see Hallelujah. And I know that the Lord Jesus Christ is God all by himself. Hallelujah. I don't have to give place to the devil because I can see and I don't have to give place to the spirit of error. And then, thank you Jesus, 1 John 4 and 7 says, Beloved, let us love one another for love is of God and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. So God has given us the ability to walk in love. That's one way we know that we're alive in him because we're able to walk in the love of God that was shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. It was shared at Calvary. Hallelujah. In that love of God, Jesus Christ, our savior and now that love is abiding in us and is helping us to love others even the unlovable is helping us to love those my god who are unlovable and then first john 4 and 8 says he that loveth not knoweth not god for god is love that's who he is that's his nature god is love just say that with me say god is love hallelujah we've learned that from children god is love thank you lord and we've got to walk in that now god is love so this all brings us back to first john 4 and 9 and in this was manifested the love of God toward us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him that love of God has brought us to a place now that we can live through him that fear is not what will over, is not what overtakes us and cannot overtake us because of the love of God that hallelujah, being distraught and being my God stressed out and all these other things as I've mentioned earlier they cannot overtake us because of the love of God it's God's love that's keeping us it's God's love that's walking in us and working in us to do the will of God and to do his good pleasure It's the love of God that's helping us to live. Hallelujah. I just want you to understand that no matter what it is that comes to cause you to die, no matter what it is that comes to cause you to fear, God is saying to us, live through me. Live through him. Hallelujah. Because if we live through him, hallelujah, we'll be able to reign with him one day. If I suffer now in this earth, one day I'll reign with him. One day I'll help judge the world. Hallelujah. One day, hallelujah, I'll be a part of that, my God, great white throne. Hallelujah. We'll make up that great white throne. Hallelujah. So we've got to understand that God has given us the ability now to live through him live through him hallelujah and we got to understand that God has called us to a place of life he hasn't called us to a place of death he hasn't called us to a place to die thank you Lord the enemy will tell you every day that you're gonna die oh man this little sickness and that little sickness and this happens and that happens and the devil will tell you look at that you got this you got that you're dying but the devil is a liar God has told us to live through him hallelujah so not only in our physical self even our spiritual self live through the Lord Jesus Christ because God has given us life and he's given us life more abundantly at this time I just want you where you are to lift your hands and thank God for the life that he's given us. Thank God for being able to live in him. Just praise him because he's given us life and life eternal, life everlasting. He's given us what we need. He's given us hope. He's given us joy. He's given us the ability to live. Why die when I can live? Why die when I can live? Why die when I can live? I'll live in him. I'll live in him. In him I live. I move and I have my being. In him I understand. Hallelujah. That he's all in all. He's my savior. Hallelujah. He's my peace. Hallelujah. He's my joy. He's my God he's all in all to me he's everything he's everything even in the midst of troubles he's there even in the midst of tribulation he's there when persecution comes he's there because he's called me to live in him my God I might not see my way but I can live in him I can look through the eyes of faith and see that he is my God making a way for me I can look through the eyes of faith and see him making a way even when the way doesn't seem to be made my God I can look and see that he's making a Away from me, I can see that He's my God. I can see that He's my hope. I can see that He's my strength. I can see that He's my joy. I can see that He's all in all. I can see that He's my wheel in the middle of the wheel. I can see that He's my deliverer. He's my miracle worker. He's the one that's called me to live and not die. I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. You want to declare that? Just say, "I shall not die." But live and declare the works of the Lord. We've got to declare that because it's the enemy's job to tell us that we're going to die. But God told us today that I might live through him. You have the ability, hallelujah, the right To live through him. Hallelujah. So I declare to every saint of God here. And that's listening. Live. Live. Live through the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't die. Live in him. Move in him. Breathe in him. Walk in him. Talk in him. Relax in him. Be comforted by him. He is our strength. He's the one that gives us the ability to live. Hallelujah. So I declare. Live. Beloved. Live. That we might live through him. Come on and clap your hands. And give the Lord praise. Because he's called us. To live through Him, God bless you. Hallelujah! In the name of Jesus, is there anyone that's in need of prayer? In need of Hallelujah, prayer. If you need a prayer, you can come to the front.